You're listening to This Hong Kong Live, a podcast of stories and conversations with everyday youth across Hong Kong. Every week, we bring you episodes that reflect the authentic voices of our local youth sharing their thoughts and feelings of growing up and living in the city we call home. Welcome to Season 7. Very often when we look at something, we are merely taking in the tip of an iceberg. There is always more, much, much more, to what we can see. I'm Renee, the youth host of This Hong Kong Life. I will talk to other young people like me and discover what's under the surface. So welcome back to another episode. Today we have Krishna here. Hello, Krishna. Hi. So how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. A little tired, but good. <laughs> All right, because, yeah, you had work today, yeah. right? So you're a tattoo artist, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Your work sounds really interesting to me because I personally do not have any tattoos. Can you share a little bit more about your work? Um, in terms of? In terms of, like, what you do and... What's something special about it? Um, uh, yeah, I'm just a tattoo artist. To me, it's very normal, I guess, because it's my job. Uh, <laughs> but um, I just draw a lot and poke people with needles, <laughs> and create artwork that's permanent on skin. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's actually a lot of pressure. What if like one mistake happened? Like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> um, this is a common question. I mean, the truth is, we're human, right? Mistakes happen. With tattoo artists, I think what makes a good tattoo artist versus like somebody who's just beginning or something is skill in terms of being able to hide your mistakes well enough to make them look intentional. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's actually very... It's quite challenging, though, isn't it? Um, yeah, to some extent. I think you kind of just have... As an artist, like I was drawing since I was a kid, right? So I think I have just this patience with it where I'm I'm fine with sitting for like 13 hours in front of just a piece of paper and working on it, right? So I've had this uh, kind of grow on me or like I guess I'm very used to it. It's just something that's been instilled in me since I was younger because I enjoy it, right? Yeah. So in that sense, it's not much, uh, there's not much difficulty with that. Um, I think in terms of the pressure, it, it was only there during the first tattoo that I ever had to do. Because that, you know, it's just the most anxiety I've ever felt in my life. That it, it felt very serious to me that, like, I'm going to be permanently marking someone and I don't know how I'm going to do, right? <laughs> but um, as I was tattooing, I think it was only, like, five, ten minutes in where I just started enjoying myself and feeling like I was doing it on a piece of paper. Mm. Like, the idea of it being on a human just fades away because you're focusing on the drawing. Yeah, you don't think about it that much anymore and you just get into enjoying it. Right, so it's kind of like your passion combined with your work. Yeah, so yeah, for sure. that's actually so cool. Like I know a lot of people, especially in Hong Kong, they're they're like forced to do something that they do not even enjoy. People just sit in the office twenty four seven like yeah. a robot. Yeah. But then you're actually doing what you like. Well, I, that was kind of like a mandatory thing for me to figure out when, even when I was younger, I was like, I don't want to do anything else. Like my mindset with it is, when you're working, if you think about it. This is like what you're going to spend most of your life doing. Mm-hmm. Almost 365 days a year we're working. We have like, what, one day off per week, you know? And like the whole day, throughout the day, like what, how many hours do people normally work? Nine to five? But yeah. basically your whole life, like you go home, have dinner, sleep. Or so you even have like overtime work. Exactly. In Hong Kong, that's like completely normal, right? So I, I knew I didn't want to have a desk job. I knew like I don't want to do something I'm not passionate about. This is what I'm going to spend my whole life in, right? So mm-hmm. I might as well make it enjoyable. It's like a huge decision. Like, you're not going to surround your whole life with, like, just working on something that you don't even enjoy. Like, I feel like choosing something that you're passionate about, it's just so important. 
Yeah, for sure. It comes with a lot of risks, of course. Mm-hmm. And in comparison with a lot of my um, peers growing up, they were earning a lot more than me initially, like when they mm-hmm. first graduated uni or something like that. And I had a mm-hmm. lot more instability because I was my own boss and I was trying to f- build something from the ground up, mm-hmm. right? Like a, a business. Yeah. And so in that sense, when you're comparing yourself to your, your peers growing up, you feel kind of uh, poorly about yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it just takes time. And it, it, it takes that foresight in a way that you know that you're working for something more, like in terms of long-term happiness. Because I knew that my peers weren't enjoying their work. Yeah. Versus even though I'm earning less, like I'm really having fun with it, you know, and I'm yeah. learning something that I really like. So I feel like it's kind of like money in exchange of your happiness. And yeah. I feel like happiness is always more important yeah for sure and i think the money will come like to happier exactly like imagine if you're sad depressed exactly you're just gonna quit the job at the end of the day and become job 100 percent exactly what are you gonna find a new job are you able to find a new job or in the future you're just gonna be like oh i I have all this money but i have no time to do anything because now i'm at this like this level of a career or whatever you know like once you finish like accomplish first bucket of gold let's just say and you realize oh I'm 45 years old already. Yeah. Yeah, like, what are you going to do with Yeah, exactly. What did you do with your life? And you're still working under a company, under somebody else. Like, you know, it's like, it's it's just sucky for me to think, like, I can't think of my life in that Mm -hmm. way. So it's always been, like, a not not compromisable thing for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, actually, how did your passion with tattoo start? Like, how it all started? Tattoo specifically? Yeah, tattoo specifically. Or maybe art. Art? You can go from breath. Okay, so... We, as I mentioned this before, I actually don't fully know. <laughs> like, to be honest, um, my family is not very artistically inclined. Like, <laughs> my dad was a businessman. My mom is a teacher that, like, cannot draw <laughs> at all, <laughs> even if she tries. Um, but my sister and me are both, like, very artistic. Even my grandparents uh, weren't at all. Like, they're all their industries are very, like, logic-based. Uh, um, but, yeah, my sister is a photographer, and then I ended up in this path. So... Actually, I don't know where it came from. But Mm. since we were kids, we were already like really interested in drawing and stuff. Mm. Yeah, I I don't remember a time where I didn't love art. Like since I was a baby, I was just picking up pencils and sketching and stuff. And it just never ended. I was one of those kids in high school that was like doodling during math class. And (laughs) as much as bad as that is, like that was me. Right. So, yeah, I mean, that was there since I was a kid. And then when I was in high school, I started thinking like I have to like I said, it was never a compromise compromisable thing that I have Mm -hmm. to find a job that I'm passionate about and I was only passionate about art Mm -hmm. so I was like okay I know it has to be something within this field Mm -hmm. so I started experimenting with um, what I could possibly do and at that time my sister had become a photographer Mm -hmm. and I started getting into makeup Mm -hmm. so we started like kind of collaborating and working together with regards to that Mm -hmm. that's how the I became a makeup artist Mm -hmm. Um, I really did enjoy that I worked as that for a couple years until actually I still do makeup now but um just not as often right not as often and the reason for that is I still have the passion for it it's hard for me to explain but as a creative person that career path just became very repetitive and very trend based right. so it's like if you if you think about it like when Kim K became popular everybody yeah. wanted to have that makeup yeah, look done yeah, yeah. and then so your daily routine is just like doing that on loop yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, as a creative yeah. person that gets a little tiring and boring yeah. right and that's exactly what I didn't want with my job. So I was like, okay, I, I guess I have to find something else because this is not like long term. So that's your house, how you started with, with makeup. Uh, or- yeah, no. So then after that, oh, I, okay. I that was in high school, right? Um, after that, I had to 
go to uni. So I tried uh, studying creative media, focusing mm. in animation. Mm. Graduated, realized I hated it, <laughs> as many people do after their uh, you know bachelor degrees. Yeah. I did like a couple of freelance jobs and. Basically, the reason I didn't like it is because like you're just in front of a computer the whole day. And yeah. that's exactly what I was trying to avoid. Right. Yeah. So I was like, OK, again, this is not long term. Mm. Um, I got to a point where honestly, I was really upset. Like I, I couldn't like find a direction in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't in a good space mentally. So when I graduated uh, uni, I had to do like a final year project. Right. Yeah. So I designed this character and I fell in love with her oh. and I decided I wanted to get her tattooed on me which is the piece that I have on my ribs. Oh. Um, so I went, I booked the appointment. I was like under the needle and had an epiphany kind of. And oh. I was like, oh my God, wait, this is drawing. This is like, it combines all the aspects of art and everything I was doing together. Like in terms of makeup, making people feel beautiful, having these conversations with and getting to know a bunch of different people. Yeah. And then in terms of art drawing, it, it just tied everything together. And I was like, you know what? I think this is actually it. Like, I didn't think about it before, but it just hit me. And mm. then from then on, I was like, I'm going to learn. And that's uh, it. <laughs> Took off from there. I see. So that's how you got inspired to go join the tattoo yeah, industry. Yeah, by getting one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's actually very interesting. Because I know that tattoos, it's always kind of a big decision for people. You, like even for your clients yeah it might be a big decision for them to get a tattoo right? yeah it's normally a big decision on the first piece that you get mm. it feels like there's a lot more pressure around it mm. but something you will see amongst people that have a lot of tattoos is the more that they get the, the more lenient they are about it they're like, like when you start you can't stop yeah exactly it. yeah i have that problem <laughs> it's like low-key addictive <laughs> i guess that's like psychology I guess. Yeah. Actually, it doesn't make sense. You're like addicted to someone inflicting pain on you. <laughs> someone poking you with a needle. Yeah, literally. Yeah. That's crazy. But it is, it is. I was never a re- like a really artistic person, nor am I, nor do I have any art genes. <laughs> or n- I can't even draw a stick man properly. So this is just really interesting to me. <laughs> Inking people. Yeah. Permanently. Permanently, yeah. <laughs> See, I can't think about that too too in depth because if I do, I psych myself out. So I have to just like think of it as if I'm not doing. It's not permanent, you know. Yeah. <laughs> just psychologically manipulating yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm good at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at that. I will make a mistake. It's not ever gonna happen. We're all good with it. Yeah. Right. So that's actually really, really interesting. Like, I actually, never talked to a tattoo artist. So this is actually my first time. <laughs> I mean, there's not a lot of tattoo artists in Hong Kong, so I'm not surprised. Yeah, right. Yeah. What's your most like memorable piece of tattoo that you've? Oh man. <laughs> like, cause that's kind of interesting. Um, there's uh, there's actually quite a few, but I guess like the most memorable would I mean of course it has to be the first one, right? Mm. Um, it was it's an interesting story actually. I I so. Yeah, like I mentioned before as well, like I'm kind of like socially awkward and like don't uh, know how to talk to a lot of people well. I think like a lot of artists are kind of that way. Mm. Introverted, I guess. Mm. So, um, yeah, when it came to like me wanting to do my first tattoo, I didn't really have like many friends that wanted to volunteer. I mean, Uh, understandably so, you know, Yeah, (laughs) it's kind of a difficult, difficult sell. Like I've never poked someone, but will you let me poke you? Oh my god. Um, I was very lucky to have my sister and my mom volunteer, but only small pieces. Uh, and I had to like work on a big piece to understand how to tattoo properly, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And um, so I I actually met this person on Tinder. Oh my god! <laughs> who like uh, we 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 both weren't looking for anything except like meeting interesting people. And yeah, we definitely found some like an interesting match, right? So I was talking to him and talking to him about what I was doing, like tattooing and stuff uh-huh. like that, wanting to find someone uh-huh. to volunteer. And he was like, I volunteer. Oh my god! And he basically said that he likes the idea of like being a part of people's first experiences with things. So he was like, yeah, let's go for it. Initially, we planned like for something that's about palm size. Mm. And it ended up being a piece that spanned his whole chest. Oh my and he God. was still up for it. Like he knew it was my first piece. He was just like, I trust you, whatever. And I was like, who are you? But also thank you, you know? So He's such a nice person. Insanely nice, yeah. And he was like, I've seen your artwork. I trust you. I was like, okay, that makes one of us. <laughs> He's actually like a cool guy. Really cool guy, yeah. So I was very lucky. Like, I don't think a lot of people would have that experience. Right. But yeah, he Especially ended Especially you met him on Tinder. Like, I know, out of nowhere, out of, out of, nowhere, of all like, places. He doesn't actually know who you are. Exactly, beforehand, yeah. Beforehand, and he trusts you with... Exactly. Like, going to be... Permanent. Permanently, forever. <laughs> His whole not. chest. <laughs> like, mad respect. Mad respect, exactly. So, so that happened. Trust. <laughs> of course. Even I wouldn't have the trust to... <laughs> So, like, I was very lucky, like I said. And we ended up going for that. It's become a piece that he still, like, shows off to everyone. He still really oh. likes it. And I'm like, man, I'm, I'm like, super blessed to have found him as a friend. Oh my God. And I also did a piece for him a year after that. So I can literally see my progress. Oh. Like, the beginning versus like Your a year skills. later exactly i could see like i can see the whole like journey on on this one guy you know so Damn. honestly it's like i think that was the best this the best experience so he is yeah <laughs> he's just so cool and he's like one of the only reasons that i'm where i am today right and can call myself a tattoo artist so Aww. yeah you really do have to thank him a lot. I do, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every time he of, comes here, I'm like, dude. <laughs> for the rest of your life. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. And the, and the guy who taught me to tattoo as well. Like, I have a lot of people to thank. <laughs> uh, yeah, for where I am. So do you think being an introvert, like, has any impact on you being a tattoo artist? Because I feel like when you make, like, do a piece on people, you have to communicate a lot, right? You said you're saying. Yeah. Because... Okay, let me share a bit. I'm an extremely extroverted person. So, like, from an introvert perspective, I feel like I do have to communicate in, with the client yeah. in order to know what that person actually wants. It's no, just of course, not the yeah. art, right? Of course, of course. So, I mean, you... Okay, I don't know how to explain properly. Introverted kind of... It doesn't mean I don't like social interaction. Uh, it's just more like I kind of need my own space. More. Uh, yeah, more. Oh. Or to recharge and stuff. So... It's not exactly like I even get... I get nervous in group social interactions. Mm. Like, I don't know how to conduct myself, to be mm. honest. But if it's, like, one-on-one like this, I'm quite comfortable. Like, it's... Yeah, yeah so when it's... you don't seem, like, extremely, extremely No, 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 yeah. But you're just more on that side. Yeah, exactly. I see, I see. Especially group settings. Like, then you'll see me in the corner of the room, like, oh, my God, <laughs> what do I do? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but in these situations, when it's one-on-one and I can, like, really get to know this individual person, mm. it's, it's much easier for me. And I actually enjoy it. So uh, that's why even with clients, and that's why I like tattooing a lot too, because you kind of get to know people very in-depth, very fast. And you meet new people. Exactly, yeah. And f- for the most part, like they are, they're usually getting something that's very meaningful to them. So you really get to know them. You know what I mean? Right. Like super... You get, you get to know the reason why they are exactly. getting this. Exactly. And then you feel that's like really you're, cool. all your clients are your friends because you know each other so well. That's like, really cool. Yeah. Because like, you know what they're thinking inside. Like, exactly. What roots 
root cause of them getting it. Exactly, yeah. Because, like, from my perspective as an extrovert, like, even in group settings, I'm just a girl who's like, blah, 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 <laughs> Like, I'm, like, the most talkative girl all the time. Like, even compared to other extroverts, I did the personality test. I'm 98% extrovert. Wow. So that I'm like, am I crazy? I never ask for alone time. I'm just so addicted to social. But honestly, I think that's a really good trait. Like, sometimes I wish I could be more extroverted. So, yeah, 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 I think it would really help my career, to be honest. But then, yeah, yeah it is what it is. From what I know, like, I feel like a lot of artists, they do go in really deep. It's like, some of my friends that are artists, they do go, like, in really, really deep deep thinking yeah 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 and i feel like it's actually like kind of a good trait like because for me i'm just like yeah i see that i do that i jump out (laughs) of the window (laughs) but then i feel like artists they do have like really critical it's normally very critical towards ourselves Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's, it's self-critical yeah so (laughs) i don't know it's not really like towards other people that's it for today thank you krishna for sure oh that was quick okay (laughs) you're welcome nice being here okay so i'll see you in the next episode bye thank you for listening this hong kong live is an initiative of kelly support group we are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in hong kong if you like the show please subscribe and get new episodes every week we would love to hear from you nominate yourself or friend to share next drop us a note at H-K-L-I-F-E at K-E-L-Y dot O-R-G. See you next time.